Hey y'all, welcome back to Gramp Place, the podcast where my guests and I talk about everything cannabis, cannabis law reform, and anything else that might need a little changing here in the good old USA. Brought to you by Something Has to Change and Now, working through advocacy to end the prohibition of plants. Tonight, we have a special guest. I get to have a conversation with a very good friend and a fellow Texas advocate, Army veteran Robert Head. Robert served as an infantryman in the U.S. Army for five and a half years. Half of that time was spent in Iraq on the front lines. Following the military, Robert attended Texas A&M University where he majored in sociology in 2010. He was awarded Father of the Year from the local YMCA in 2018 and Texas Normals Veteran Activist of the Year in 2019. He was awarded the Combat Infantryman's Badge, four Army Achievement Medals, and two Army Commendation Medals while serving. After serving, Robert uh, decided to start his own business and is the CEO of Blue Cord Farms. But most recently, he has been concentrating on an upcoming event here in the DFW area for veterans in conjunction with Weed Maps. Let's meet Robert, hear his story, and let him tell us about this big event coming up in DFW. Hello, Robert, and thank you for joining me here on Grant's Place. How are you guys doing? It's good to see you again, my friend. Good to see you. Tell my listeners who you are and a little bit about your background. Yeah, so my name is Robert Head. Uh, I'm the owner of Blue Cord Farms. And uh, about uh, five, six years ago, I got into the cannabis industry because um, I was having my own problems with pain medication and alcohol. And it was ramping up for me. And I was looking for an alternative. And someone mentioned cannabis and marijuana. And I, at first, I, I didn't you know, I was like, well, you know, I don't really want to get high. I just want to get better. And they were telling me, well, listen, trust me, you make you feel better. So I started that regimen and noticed a, ma- a dramatic decrease in my pills just uh, within a few months. Really? And so, yeah, I was feeling so much better. My life was better. My uh, relationship with my kids and my wife was getting better. I was much happier. And I was taking far less medication and drinking a lot less. So it became just kind of a passion. That kind of led me down the path to becoming a uh, owner of a of a, a small medical marijuana farm up in Maine. There's an old buddy of mine. He and I started growing marijuana up there illegally. We got a legal license and sold to dispensaries, and we were able to to uh, grow marijuana and sell it to people who had a medical ID card. And you can get a medical ID card for anything up in Maine. It was like a hundred bucks, and then for like fifteen hundred dollars, you could grow thirty plants and you know, sell it to whomever you want and keep whatever you want. This is pretty open market. And I really love that concept. And I wish we had it down here in Dallas or excuse me, in Texas. No doubt. So I've kind of moved, yeah, I've kind of moved my passion back to Texas, uh, partially in the hemp, um, hemp sector where we talk about fiber and the ability for hemp to be a, um, a product that we can use in multiple different aspects to cut down on the amount of uh of oil we use and the amount of uh, deforestation we do we use and so i think it's something that we should highly invest in uh but then on the other aspect too is my activist work for for veterans and so i believe that veterans shouldn't be considered criminals in the state of texas just because no. they choose a plant over the medication that the va is giving them 
And so my drive is to make sure that a veterans know that this exists, cannabis exists for them, but also to we don't allow um, these veterans to be considered criminals just because they're using a, a plant product. And it's just, it's not right. And, and those are my really main aspects when it comes to uh, legalization. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it boggles my mind. Uh, and, and, and I'm not a veteran, you know, as you well know, but it, it boggles my mind that we have to push for something that's a natural remedy that has zero side effects or zero adverse side effects, you know, uh, right for the men and women like yourself that signed on the dotted line and put your life on the line for people like me, you know, who didn't, didn't go and, and defend our country. You, you know, I don't understand. I've never understood why our veterans seem to always be put on a back burner. That's always been a, a pet peeve of mine, but uh, yeah, especially when you find out that a lot of the uh, acts that were going on down over there with the military could have been avoided by not us. We didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. And the total hypocrisy that the the that we get with our legislation, the politicians, it's always about control. It's always about mm-hmm. political power. It really has got nothing to do with the well-being of these uh, soldiers that are coming back. I mean, they have to say it because if they didn't, they'd lose votes. Sure. So, you know, it, it's really what it boils down to. And it's frustrating that they are uh, on the fence on this, especially in Texas. Yeah. So, so you've experienced the benefits of, of cannabis as medicine yourself for your, for your afflictions, uh, which I take it are PTSD and probably some chronic pain. Correct. PTSD, chronic pain, in the knees and the back, uh, problems sleeping, even my helps my sleep apnea too. My whole body relaxes. So I wind up not having the issues of sleep apnea. Cool. Uh, so I've, yeah, I've used it on multiple occasions. Yeah. So how many fellow veterans do you know just on, uh, uh, I mean, I know you know probably a lot firsthand, but just as a guesstimate, would you think are probably going the illegal route as a percentage base in Texas, maybe? I'd say it's, in Texas, you probably got a good 50% of them going the illegal route. Uh, I know, you know, as far as combat vets that I've served with, the guys that I've served with, a good 75% of them, they all, they do some for us, some form of cannabis, whether it's just CBD yeah. oil with, with the droplets under their tongue or they're full-fledged on edibles and, and uh, dab rigs. So I've seen, you know, a lot of both. And yeah. I, that's kind of what brings me to the point of it, to let the veteran choose because the veteran's going to know what his dosage should be. He'll be able to find that out relatively easy. Yeah. And the veteran's going to know, you know, what's his best for him. Some vets don't like to smoke. Some vets... Just one little tincture under the under the tongue every night. Hey, if that's your thing, then that's your thing. Whatever gets you back to where you want to be. Sure. You know? And I think that's something for everybody, not just, yeah. just veterans. Yeah. But, you know, when you're taking medication, you tend to get out of that person that you want to be. And using cannabis helps me at least, but it helps me, and I know this has been the fact for you too, to become the person that you can't, that you see in your head and you want to become. Mm-hmm but you can't because you have a lot of these emotional walls that are holding you up. They're invisible walls. You can't, you don't, can't figure out how to break them down. But then mm-hmm. all of a sudden when you're using cannabis, you're able to kind of think through and, and work through some of that trauma and those walls start coming down and you start becoming the person you really wanted to become. Yeah. You know, I love being, 
a kind person. I love being a good person over being the bitter man that I was drinking all the time. My PTSD would go off or something of that nature. And I enjoy being the person I am now. And I think a lot of veterans want that sure. because they want, you know, and they can get that through cannabis. It's very hard to convince uh, politicians who've been warped with this sense of, of, um, uh, weed madness, you know, the, the reefer madness. The, the thing that I encounter all the time, I know you encounter it too, uh, is, is the, the very first thought process when you say something about cannabis or medical cannabis for this, that, or the other thing, if you're talking to someone who is a, a prohibitionist per se, or someone who's on the fence, even the number one thing you hear is, well, you know, everybody just wants to smoke weed. And like yeah. you just pointed out, it's not necessarily smoking for everybody. And for an awful lot of people that I know, it has nothing to do with smoking. You know, uh, for instance, gastrointestinal issues, uh, mm -hmm. smoking won't do anything for that. Mm -hmm. You know, it might help a little bit with the pain and the cramps, but it's not going to do anything for the source of the problem in inside. You know, best way for that, from what I've read and everything I've researched is, is a suppository, you know. But they don't even think about those aspects of the medical side. They they just think, ah, he just wants to smoke a joint, right? <laughs> yeah, he just wants to get high. And there's and the other thing too is that yeah, sometimes I do. And what business is that of yours? But it's it, it's another thing entirely to say that if we legalize it, then all of a sudden more people are going to do it. Well, no, just the people that are doing it now are going to do it. They won't be considered doing it illegally. <laughs> you know, the very small handful of people are going to really start right off the bat doing it, uh, it, it'll grow over time. So that's also been a myth that's kind of gone out. And those who do, like I prefer smoking for PTSD, it's good. Um, but I also make a salve. Like I made a salve out of like, uh, out of RSO. Mm -hmm. And I use that for my joints and for my knees or anything like that. Uh, any pain or anything like that, we always use it. And I made some for my mom and dad. I made some for uh, my wife's mom and dad. And they love it. And it's like magic butter. And like, oh, it's yeah. so amazing. I just have no problems or anything like that. I don't have to use very much of it. And so, when, you know, they're, they're on board, too, because they know it's their believer because they've seen it work and they felt it work. And that's it. I mean, that's like the biggest thing is once they feel, once they start using it, you're like, oh, it feels pretty good. It works real well for me. Then all of a sudden they, they jump on board. Sure. You know? Sure. And, they, and I think that's, um, yeah, that's a big deal. I, I I love seeing the fact that these vets are finding that regimen that works for them, mm -hmm. right? And it's a regimen that's not going to kill them. Yeah. You know, I, I, there was a guy, he doesn't work with our, our company any longer, but uh, when I first started my advocacy after Will passed away in 2016, you know, uh, everybody in my office knew what I was involved in. The owner of my company knows full well what I do, you know, and he, he understands a lot of times I take off work without pay just so I can go to these different events or, or this, that, and the other thing, which I don't make near as many of them as I would like to. I'd like to make every single of event in the state of Texas. I just, I've got to provide for the wife and, and you know, the household, right. right? If I could figure out a way to get into cannabis industry full-fledged and be able to make that, that full-fledged income doing what I love to do, then albeit I would be, I'd jump on it, you know, but anyway, mm -hmm. this one particular guy was dead set, you know, you're full of shit, you know, it's a bunch of, it's a, it's a crock, you know, 
uh, it, it's just a bunch of hype for a bunch of hippies that want to get high, blah, blah. Hey, everything you could possibly hear, he'd throw it at me. And then uh, it was uh, probably toward the end of 2019, we'd, we'd gotten the expansion to teacup, the first expansion in, in the 2019 session, right? And, of course, he was asking me questions about it. And then, of course, the, the hemp bill had passed, the farm bill in 2018. So we got, you know, the hemp bill passed in Texas. And uh, he started seeing the CBD go crazy everywhere, right? So he started asking me about it. And I said, well, what's the problem? He said, well, I got some arthritis in my hip and my knee, you know. And he said, what do you think? I said, all I can tell you was there's a store right around the corner. Uh, the product they're carrying, I've happened to have looked into it. It's a pretty reputable product, you know. Go buy some and try it. That's all I can tell you. Worst thing yeah. happen. Worst things happen. It don't work, right? Yeah, you're out fifty bucks or something, right? Yeah, you, know, you know. And uh, I don't even think it was that much. I think we bought a bottle for like thirty bucks. And uh, he came back in my office <laughs> like uh, four or five days later, and he said, "You know, I went down there and I bought a bottle of that shit." And I said, shit, huh? And he said, started laughing. He said, well, I guess it's not shit because it works. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, man, my, my hip feels better and my knee feels better. He said, and all I'm doing is just putting four or five drops of it under my tongue at night before I go to bed. I said, yeah, put another four or five drops under your tongue when you get up in the morning. It'll probably feel even better, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, I mean, he was sold at that point. Pardon the short break for a word from our sponsors. Are you enjoying the guests and content Gramps is bringing you each week? Do you want him to continue to bring you the guests and insights on these important public issues? Remember, Gramps does this all on his own. No production team and no producers. Just Gramps. Think about making a monthly donation to help support the Gramps Place podcast today. It is as simple as visiting anchor.fm slash gramps hyphen place slash support and setting up a monthly donation. It can be as small as 99 cents per month. You would be surprised at how much that can help. As always, Gramps Place thanks you for your support. Welcome back to Gramps Place. The podcast where Gramps and his guests talk about cannabis and cannabis law reform. But I mean, that's the, that's the biggest thing that I find in Texas is finding a reputable product that's not some bogus crap, you know, that somebody's just trying to make a dime. That's what I found a lot of. Yeah, and you kind of got to be aware of, of what those uh, snake oil places look like. There's plenty of them out there. A lot of multi-level marketing that doesn't work. A lot of bullshit out there. People think they're buying CBD when they buy hemp oil because it's cheaper and you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of that out there, and, I, and I've done these classes before where I'll teach people who are, uh, they're not parolees, but they are uh, they do parole for people, you know, they, they're mm -hmm. um, parole officers, uh, and they're jailers, and they're police officers. I teach them about cannabis because they don't know, and, and sure. one thing they found out is that once we realized what it was, what the plant looked like, we understood the market better, and then we weren't so... We weren't so eager to try to bust people or anything of that nature. We knew a little bit more about it. And so in this discussion that I have with them, we talk about how, um, you know, people don't realize that CBD, uh, what CBD is, or they don't realize 
what uh, hemp oil is. They don't realize that there's a difference between whole plant and all this other stuff. And it's because the it's been illegal for so long, and, and the only way to make it legal was through hemp. And so they people were just like, oh, we found CBD, so now we're going to the CBD craze, and now we're going to the CBG craze, and everything else. Everybody jumps on the bandwagon. They do the social media posts and everything else, and they never stop to think if their product's even worth a shit. Exactly. And most of the products... Most of the product out there is, is not. So you got to find some good thing, good product out there. And I, I understand there's a, um, I think there's a rush to try to be the first or get gold. And, and I, I think that they, there's an understanding about this market, both marijuana market and the hemp um, CBD or cannabinoid market is that the environment that surrounds that market, that funds that market, that creates the, uh, the customers that creates the synergies between two different products uh, is not fully developed like other markets are. And because of that, there's going to be a lot of hit and miss. Yeah. You get a lot of snake oil, uh, but soon that'll, I mean, hopefully that'll filter out over time. But you're going to get a lot of people who don't know what they're talking about. You get a lot of people who are just, doing everything they can to get the likes on social media. So the real, the reality of, of the business of, in, of this cannabis business in this industry is that social media is necessary, but it is not what leads it. The people behind the scenes, making things happen, making the conversations, holding those conversations with people, you know, you're going to see far more movement in what's really going on in the industry on LinkedIn than you'll find on, on Facebook or anything else, because those guys are actually, you know, that they're posting saying, hey, we're doing this with this company. Uh, don't post it unless that's actually going to happen, right? Yeah. You get called out. So we're, we're, I think that the markets just have to evolve, and they're not quite there yet, and I, and I think people kind of wish they were. And some people are acting as if they are. But um, sure. we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll we'll eventually get there. The biggest thing is, you know, we got to <laughs> Oh, yeah, we, we gotta, definitely will. We got to get our toes out of the sand and stop dragging our feet. You know, it, it, it's time to move on with it now at this point. I mean, it's, it's all the way around us pretty much, yep. you know, it's everywhere. Uh, I mean, even, everywhere. even Louisiana is talking about going full, full adult use. You know, the, the conversations are getting pretty in depth over there, you know, and they have a robust yep. medical program from what I've been reading about it compared to what we have here. It's getting, yeah. It's definitely getting better. And I think you're going to see Oklahoma do it. Oklahoma hasn't had any issues. They may just go completely recreational because yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, they might and as well. Soon, you know, yeah, they might as well. Texas will be one of the last ones because, and I don't understand this. I've talked to some Texas GOP guys, and uh, some of the guys either, and I'll just call it conservative Republican politicians, the ones that are on board for medical legalizations, tend to be more Trumponian than they uh, are the old school Bush era. Mm -hmm. um, the Bush era guys are not going to let it happen. The new guys are far more are advantageous about, about trying it and making it happen. But one of the big problems I see is that you bring it up and they're like, yeah, 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 we can talk about it, but not too loud. And that's the yeah. shit that hurts the hell out of me. Because in Texas, the GOP has no absolutely no reason to not take that legalization of marijuana by the bootstraps and just roll with it like I'm own telling it. you because you name me <laughs> name me one Republican in the state of Texas that's going to vote Democrat right now none mm -mm. 
Mm -mm. Over, just because you you legalize marijuana and you really if the republicans came in and said hey we're going to legalize marijuana because we believe it's the best interest for our people here the democrats would be like hold on that's our cow that's our thing you can't take that yeah yeah there's not a single republican to get that mad because because republicans are, are wanting to back legalization of marijuana they're going to vote for a democrat and sure. they're just they're absolutely foolish they, they absolutely are. It's all politics. It's got nothing to do with the welfare of the people. No. They don't give a rat's ass no. about us. No, no. They're, they're worried about their paycheck and staying elected and, and all that kind of shit. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah and, both and, blue and red. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and that's one of the things that I, I hear from them from the conservative side in Texas. You know, <laughs> most Democrats that I've talked to, you know, sure, get us a bill. We'll, you know, get it there. We'll vote on it. And they've proven that in the House, you know, the mm -hmm. Senate, of course, we know what our roadblock is there. We can't get the bills to the floor for a vote because of certain right. persons. But that's mm -hmm. that we could talk about that for a whole show. Yeah, uh, right. But but, you know, the one thing that, that I get from the conservative side, especially my particular rep and senator is, well, you know, we got to be careful because that's a slippery slope and you know we, we, we do too much and then everybody will be doing it and and i'm like <laughs> please yeah where are you getting this information where and that's what i want to know how is it a slippery slope and where are you getting this information well, well number this, one this is an excuse you you yeah they use with us all year long every single year and it's it's bullshit well number one uh it, it i'm sorry anybody who wants to do it already freaking is we're not stopping yeah. anything you know i mean it's just get over that shit already yeah. i know <laughs> i know we complain we're like we smoked a joint right before coming in to talk to you <clears throat> why don't you come out there and join us maybe you'll see a little bit about what we're talking about <laughs> Take yeah, your change off. your mind you go hang out with us for a little bit <laughs> like hey it's not that bad we told you i'm being a dick <laughs> so it's uh, going to change. It's going to change. Yeah, it will. I mean, it's bad. It has to. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I think on that way. I think the biggest reason what's holding up the federal is the pharmaceutical money, and that's because they're trying desperately to figure out a way to get some patents on some things before it goes full blown. They want to mm -hmm. lock their. They want to lock their teeth in at least partially before. Well, they're, they're going to stop they're funding the, the, the fight against yeah. it, you know. Well, here's the thing. They know that there's nothing stopping it. They're just going to slow it down as far as long as they possibly can. Sure. And, and you know, they're going to, that's what they're going to wind up doing. Um, I mean, we have no idea. There's a lot of research that needs to be done with it. We There's so many good things we could be doing with it. Yeah. So tell us about this uh, big event you've been working on coming up here in DFW. <laughs> it's, it's right after the Army Air Force game, right? It's going to be the Army, uh, yeah, the Army Air Force games playing at uh, the old ballpark in Arlington. Okay. And it's going to be called the Commander's Classic. West mm -hmm. Point, uh, a West Point graduate by the name of Scott Scatini, a friend of mine on LinkedIn, got a hold of me and says, hey, I'm having my 25th uh, reunion there for West Point, and we want to throw a big event. What do you think we should do? And I said, well, you know, there's a couple of different things. So we, got some, we got some guys' heads together, and we uh, decided that we would try to do a, a big veteran mixer on November 6th, right after the, the event, right across the street at Texas Live. So we rented out Troy's over there at Texas Live. 
You okay. guys come right across the street. We're gonna have an old World War II uh, jeep out there. Cool. Uh, it'll be like there's gonna be a, a brigadier general. There'll be a, a some uh, Medal of Honor winner. Uh, no, Medal of Honor winner. Medal of Honor uh, recipients that will be there. Uh, there will be uh, ASA who's going to we're raising money for ASA. So all donations will go to ASA to help uh, boost uh, lobbying here in Texas and try to move that needle further and it's really going to go to they're going to focus on vets and things of that nature in this area because they know it's a strong suit right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we're going to have i bet you we can have about two to three hundred people venue in there and we just want to cap we want to pack it out uh it's really for uh, really going to be a mixer uh for all the old vets from both air force academy and west point so if you graduate from air force academy or west point and you know those guys come out there come across the street have uh, drinks. We'll have drinks out there. We'll have food. Uh, the bar will be open. So it'll be. It'll, it's going to be a really good time. It's it's done by Weed Maps. They they uh, were generous enough to flip the whole bill for the whole thing, man, and and, and cool. really helping us out. So and it's really what it also shows. It shows uh, that Weed Maps and these other um, and ASA are really invested are invested into the Texas. Uh, environment because they know it's good for the veterans over here they know it's it's legalization is going to happen it's a great market for everybody so you know we always hear people complain that that um companies don't put money into texas they're just kind of mm -hmm. waiting for it. you know and i hear mm -hmm. this from 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 a lot of other the uh, the activists out there and i get it but at the same point in time you know you also don't run a, a successful company so you don't know what that's like you yeah. don't know what the ins and outs are and um but Weed Maps is starting, they, they like it. And hopefully, we'll, I have some plans for other types of events. So we're going to start throwing some top shelf events to meet and, and get the word out and have these conversations started with community leaders, political leaders, uh, and, and leaders in uh, different uh, government entities too. Because we're going to have guys out there that are from the VA. We're going to have guys out there from the DOD. And we want to have this conversation started that veterans need to understand that once they leave the military, that you have options for health care, that mm -hmm. you have options of, of cannabis and that it's available and people have seen very, a lot of good success with them. And here's the states that you can get it in. And you can't just not mention it because for some reason, the uh, UN put it in their policy and the United States has stood behind it for 30, yeah. 40 years. It's not fair to these soldiers and so mention it to them as they exit the military instead of mentioning it to them after their first failed suicide attempt we ought to try you know bettering ourselves so these this whole event is going to be main focus on starting these conversations and continuing these conversations later on and hopefully that we'll have a few other events throughout the year that'll be this this level and where we're going to start really focusing on finding these leaders community leaders business leaders and getting them involved with these conversations instead of the workforce that was been involved with it for the longest that I can remember, right? Because I'm mm -hmm. part of the workforce and I always have been, just like you. We're all blue collar, mm -hmm. right? And we're trying to get that conversation going at a higher level with people who normally wouldn't talk about it, but are now are seeing the value of it. And yeah. we're seeing companies that are coming out supporting it. So we got a lot of support. Uh, I think we'll, I think this is going to be an amazing event. I'm really stoked about how um, how much uh, time we put into it, and uh, you know it was kind of a conversation started back in May, yeah, and it turned into something really big over over a couple of months, and it really yeah. So we're 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 ready to roll. It's all, I, all said and done. 
I've been seeing the flyers on on like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and everywhere. I've been seeing people posting yep. about it. So, and I'm not <laughs> on Facebook anymore, so I have to ask them. I always ask ask Austin or somebody like, that, "Hey, how's yeah. it going?" Yeah, uh, they they've yeah. been sharing it around a little bit on Facebook. I've seen it mostly on Good. Twitter and 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 Instagram. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's been out there on Facebook too, and uh, of course, this will get shared on all the platforms uh, when yeah. this gets yeah. published. So. So this will get out there pretty good too. So where can people find you? Uh, tell us where you are, how how we can contact you to follow you, maybe stay up to date about this event and other events coming up in the future. Yeah, so you can find me on uh, on uh, Instagram at Blue Court Farms. I'm there. Uh, I'm also Instagram. I'm also on Twitter, Blue Court Farms. Okay. I don't have any. We I took down all of my Facebook stuff, so I don't have any of that. Roberthead.org is another is my web page. Mm-hmm. But you should go to go to a www dot safe access Americans for safe access dot com backslash hfv. I think that's it. Okay. And it's on my uh, it's on if you go to their their websites, the Hemp for Victory um, party. That's yeah. what the event's called, Hemp for Victory. And the reason why we chose that name was that that's been that's something that the U.S. Army has used in the past, him for victory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we took a pause at some point in time in history to to re-legalize hemp so we can grow it for so we can use for sales and all sorts of not sales rope and and, and military equipment. Mm-hmm. Now um, we're kind of back at that pivotal point again where cannabis is really helping out the military, but in a much different prospect, a much different aspect now. I mean, in the aspect that our our veterans that are returning, we're we're showing that you know what they do need help. We can use this medication for them instead of giving them on pills that are chemical that are that are destroying their lives. This is something that could better their lives. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. him for victory is the reason why we chose the name of this uh, event. Well, I, I love it. I think it's a perfect name because it, like you say, it correlates to so many things back in history on this same subject. So I think it's. Perfect. I know, right? Yeah. Well, that's it for another show, folks. And I want to thank you again, Robert, for joining me. And uh, I, I wish you all the best of luck with your event. I hope I get to make it out there. Yeah, definitely, man. If not, you come to the next one. Absolutely. Grant's Place, the podcast where Gramps and his guests talk about everything cannabis, cannabis law reform, and anything else you can think of. Brought to you by Something Has to Change and Now. Working through advocacy to end the prohibition of plants. For more information, visit www.facebook.com slash something has to change and now. Be sure to subscribe where you get your podcast or visit grampsplace.net today. And as always, thank you for listening to Gramps Place.